First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock a out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome to your favorite weekly podcast, the Two Beers Podcast, the pot of the everyman. I'm Jordan. I'm Mr. Fun. I'm Mr. Fuzzball. I'm why you're here. I'm the cool guy. And we got Drew here, too. Drew, what is up? You sound like a real ostling with that uh, with that intro. Real ostling. Ostling. The bastard thinks. You're a big turd. Big turd. <laughs> I just want to hump and plow a field. Make a couple pups. <laughs> oh, yes. The Last Kingdom episode is here. <laughs> Woo! It's here. Oh, the first, the first of the uh, the screen binging over the next two months. Yep. Yeah. That is, there's so much. Over should we the next Should we just months. do beer two first? Oh no 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 no. Let's let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. We've done it before. But he was my king. No no. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. Let's just let's just rip through the sports. There's there's a lot to talk about, so we got to rip through it. Uh, you ready to? Um, Assume positions. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a hell of a pause. A, some might say a pregnant pause. A pregnant pause. I still think you made that up. Go ahead. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Purple dinosaur, pseudo Sue, pale ale, toppling Goliath. Tall boy. I got a nice ale from the inn. <laughs> so it'll fall a- off my ass. From the alehouse. Uh, I have a double... Nugget nectar. Oh, Wegmans, man. Keep feeding me, Wegmans. Keep feeding me. I should just quit my just quit my job and work at Nike and Wegmans. Like I'd probably save money in the long run. Probably. Um, awesome. Alright. Imagine how much more screen time I would get. <laughs> it was maybe choke on my beer. <laughs> Cause I don't how can you possibly watch more than what you are? Oh, I do? could do more. <laughs> I could do more. Alright. Um so let's get into it. Some some boxing recap from from last weekend. Um, Ramirez Pedraza. Uh, we, Friday we were very, night fights, baby. Yeah, it's Friday. We were very excited for it. I was. They didn't even come on until like what one a.m. here on the East Coast, one thirty. Uh, very very close. Twelve. I think it was twelve thirty, and it wasn't over. What till like one or one thirty? It was it was absurd. Um, oh, and oh. Uh, hey oh. So that's what happens when I have to do my own sound effects. <laughs> um, but they, uh, it was good. It was a very good fight. 140 pounds, setting up the division. It was uh, Ramirez's comeback uh, in his in his hometown, and he did well. Um, pretty even through the first, what, six or eight rounds. Um, I even think maybe. Pretty we, even through the first ten rounds, bro. I would say we had it even going to the, into the last two rounds. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being a unanimous decision. I think, I can't remember if, what the scorecards were exactly. I actually got it, but I didn't realize BoxRec gives you the scores. It, w- it was 116-112, everybody. That's what I thought. I thought they all had it the same. Yeah, yeah so they had it a, a little bit wider margin than we did. We had it yeah. and the difference, two-round margin. Yeah, I think the difference was round, since we have this awesome new uh, judge pad. Is it judge pad? 
Yeah, JudgePad. If you're listening and you love boxing and keeping score, go download this free JudgePad app. Super Broadcast is brought to you by JudgePad app. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it's super cool. Uh, I love this. You can just keep keep your score of the rounds as you're going. Yeah, we had it 115-113. I think round 10 was a swing round that a lot of the judges gave Ramirez because Pedraza, while I think he was better and he was out basically outlanding him through counters. He had similar to what we talked about with Catterall Taylor two weeks ago, just his body language. And he just was constantly on the move that round. And he wasn't, he wasn't really establishing good body language throughout. So yeah, I think that so, was a round that they, they gave him that through our card was the one round difference in our cards. Yeah. So, um, a fun fight. I, I kind of, I think, I think I kind of picked that pretty closely. Um, yeah, yeah, you did. And then, um, so now for one forty, I, I mean, I was, I was a little disappointed in Ramirez. To be honest with you, yeah, I wanted well, to, I wanted, I wanted to see him be a little more aggressive and try to. I mean, listen, you don't have to knock guys out to be a good fighter, but I thought there were times he could have stepped on the, the gas a little bit. And listen, Pedraza's defense was tremendous. I, I was going to say, I, 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 that's exactly what I expected. I expected Pedraza to be shifty and crafty yeah so that's, um, that's kind of what we saw yeah and i i was I, it seemed like he was still making the same mistake leaving himself open af, as he's throwing punches a little too much and not getting his head off the line which led to that uh was it the fifth fifth round fifth sixth round not whatever round i think it was i think it was sixth round where taylor fifth round where taylor got the first uh knockdown when he caught him coming in with the taylor uh, the straight yeah um, Ramirez. He's still oh, just, you're going back to yeah. I'm just Ramirez. saying, like it's oh, still okay. that, like that was that was that was the turning point of that fight. And he was still like, I mean, if Pedraza, if he's if he's fighting a guy with some more power, like Pedraza could have. I mean, you know, he could have got hurt in a couple instances during during the fight, just leaving himself exposed. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, um, I mean, with uh, speaking of Taylor, he's due to move up and wait. Um. So the belts are likely to come open. Um, hilariously, ESPN moved Catterall above Josh Taylor in so their pound for pound, in their uh, yeah in so their 140 pound rankings. It's just so yeah, absolutely hilarious. Um, but uh, you know, Ramirez is right there, at number two or three. Um, you know, good comeback win for him after the loss to Taylor. Um, that division is going to have some competitors now. Uh, so, you know, just like you, like you always say, it's one of those fights that kind of like sets up the future. So, yeah, I think, I think Pedraza, I think Ramirez and Zapata are going to fight for a belt. The WBA, I think just set a mandatory for Taylor. So he'll vacate, which means the number one and number two guys there will fight for another belt. Um, I'll be curious if Tio gets, gets a title shot right away. I would have honestly, I would imagine he would like, like he's, he's a big name. He's going to yeah. draw. I may keep the, you know, uh, uh, this, this really is really good me about, about his, about his dad. Just like they're flapping their gums about returning in May, but like, there's no announcements here. Like granted, like you don't need to announce something two months ahead of time, especially if it's just a tune up fight. But you know, like if that, if he doesn't come back till like July, like it just raises questions as well. Why'd you need two extra months? When in reality, a fight it wouldn't have been set. that big a deal other than his dad just flapping. Yeah, they just yeah. they just say it's just dumb. It just again it just it just adds on to the oh god, which you could could you not sell the fight could you not sell the fight again? You had to move it two months. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's I'll true. Be I will I will say this. 
if Ramira, I think Tio would destroy Ramira. I think that's a tough. Yeah. Because just because he just leave, he just leaves himself. Yeah, Tio would land power uh, in those openings that Ramirez. And after what we saw, Catterall and uh, do to Josh Taylor, like it kind of feels like Tio would take this whole division. Quite honestly, I I mean, maybe Prograce. I don't know, Uh, but like yeah, with yeah, I think I think that I think of the top rank guys. I think he would. Although Zapata's good, man. I think that, that I, I don't true. know. That he, would be t- that would be a tough. That'd be a tough. Yeah, fight. that that would be good. That would, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be a good fight. Um, and who knows? Maybe Haney moves up to one. We'll see. This like, the, um, it doesn't make much sense that we haven't seen the camera. I mean, I'm assuming the low. Uh, obviously, with the Ukraine, that's out the window. So it's just a matter of what's holding up Haney and Cambosis. So if that if that's if he still doesn't get that fight, I, mean, I just can't believe Cambosis is doing what Tio did to him, and now that he's like doing it, like this is this is insane. Uh, yeah, to an extent. I, I just if uh, if Haiti doesn't get the fight at that point, just 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 vacate that bullshit title and just go to use use it use it. He should use that to get the fight to get a championship fight right away at one forty. Yeah, because he can petition to be he can petition to be the number one contender at the WBC at 140 if he does that. Which I, I know they don't like man they don't like trying to be mandatories because they're worried about their money. But it's like, dude, like, <laughs> like you gotta like, nobody nobody nobody's fighting you on your terms. So you gotta you gotta figure something out. Yeah, after the fight, ESPN had a really good graphic of all the um. 140 pounders. Yeah, and I know I'm leaving a couple guys. out. I don't know but... the bar this Barboza Barboza. Yeah, um, I, but he's like he people people seem to be high on him. I just don't know anything about him. Yeah, me either. Yeah, people like Barboza. Uh, uh, what's this, uh, Matthias or Mat- Mat- people like him too? Oh yeah, Gary Antoine Russell. Yeah, yeah, he looked he looked really good. Yeah, but that's um, I, I I I think it's gonna be a while before we see some of these PBC guys and top rank guys fight unless it's a mandate. Yeah, agreed. Um. Any hoodles. Uh, the other fight of the weekend, unless you, you have anything to say, no, else to say no, about 140 or okay, that's all I got. Um, oh, what about Torres? Did you uh, real quick? What'd you think of uh, Torres's professional debut? Richard Torres Jr., the silver gold, the silver medalist from the Olympics. Uh, did I watch that one? The heavyweight fight. Yeah, you watched it. He's a he's a he's a little heavyweight. I don't even remember. Oh. I don't think I watched it. It got like it got like fake stopped at one point. It looked like the referee had stopped the fight. And then oh like, yeah, and then he called it a slip. Yeah, be curious. I I be curious to see how this guy makes out in the heavyweight division. Like he, he's he's small for you know for today's heavyweights, but he does have a like packs a lot of power. So be curious to see how that. Uh... Oh yeah. yeah, you know what? You know that, who, that was you know... that guy who looked like he was like a fullback. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know um, I'd love you know you know he's you know, scary, dude. Yeah, you know who I'd like to see him fight? I mean it'll it won't ha- it wouldn't happen for a while, just because obviously he's gonna get some tune ups. Um I'd love to see him and Andy Ruiz get in a fight. Ooh. That'd that, be a that, good one. That Torres guy, he looked like a uh, uh, like a football player fighting. Yeah. He, ugh, he yeah, he was he was scary. Yeah. So But go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Next, let's go to Saturday. My bad. No, you're good. Um No, I'm the Astling. <laughs> um Saturday was uh Chocolatito versus Martinez. Martinez missed weight, uh which Talk. is ridi- ridiculous. He missed weight moving up in weight. I know, that's what 
That's what... He was moving up in weight and he missed weight. Like it was, it was asinine. So then Chocolatito just comes out. Uh, he gave he basically gave Martinez the first round, which I think he still like. I think CompuBox still had him outlanding him in the first round. But he even said after the fight in the interview, like he wanted to feel Martinez's power just to see like how like what range he needed to fight at basically. Um, and once he realized that he could handle Martinez's power, he just destroyed him. We gave him every round after that. Um, the judges had it way closer. They that was a little. It was pretty absurd. Wasn't there was one of them one sixteen, one twelve? Yeah, there. Chocolatito literally won every round. Uh, I don't even know how you could have given him even a single round. A lot of people had had Martinez. Like I know it's tough the for the, We always say it's tough with these little guys. Like you know, like when they're just standing there toe to toe, throwing tons of punches, and uh, nobody nobody well, gets the, like, and like the first the, round. The first round was within two or three connections of each other, and chocolate. Even after the fight, Chocolatito said. I was gauging his power in the yeah. first round. So he, like, I mean, that's how. That's how you gave him the first round. <laughs> but other than that, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because he just kicked his ass. Mar- Martinez did, w- it was, for the first half of the fight, Martinez would do well in the first minute or minute and a half. And then Chocolatito would bas- basically, like, go, like, on a five-to-one output in the back half of the round or final two minutes. And it was, like... Okay, like he clearly just absolutely dominated the rest of that round. So, like, how could you even give it to Martinez? I uh, did. I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought it was a complete shutout. It was literally. I did. I did the. I did the score on Judge Pad just because I love Judge Pad now. But uh, like, it wasn't even worth it. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm literally just clicking Chocolatito, Chocolatito, Chocolatito. Yeah. Um. But that was. That was it, everyone. And Chocolatito is how old now? He's is he 38, 39, or forty? He's thirty-five. Maybe he's thirty-eight. Maybe he's thirty. Oh shit! Let's just look it up real quick. I we should have had this amateur hour. Amateur. Um, (laughs) No, you know what? I think he's thirty-four because I remember tweeting out like everyone's like, "Oh, look at his uh, talking about his age," and I'm like, "Isn't he the same age as Bud?" Uh, He is. He's thirty-four. There you go. Yeah, and everyone's talking about him like he's so old. Like, oh, what a second act of his career. And I'm like, he's the same age as Bud. Like, he's younger basically... Younger you, dude. He's way younger than me. Younger than you, dude. Yeah, Is there way a, younger. A, a box rec doesn't give you date of birth, eh? Oh, no, it's gets you age 34, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Five foot three. It's like basically watching horse jockeys fist fight. That's great. It's so good. And it's like, I, I'm... That's how Martinez. 5-2. My God. I mean, why not mean? box it's like, at, that, at that point? Why not box? I don't know. Um. Anyway, so that was it for the weekend. Fun couple little bouts. Nothing crazy. Um. This upcoming weekend, a couple little interesting names. Um. Lee Wood has made a little name for himself. He uh, KO'd Zoo Khan, who was an up up and come up and comer. Um, at yeah, he, uh, was, he was he was one of the top guys. He had a 26. belt, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying he was. I think I think you're shortchanging him as up and comer. Um, wasn't he like? Tw- isn't he like 24 or something, Zoo Khan? 
Uh, oh, he's twenty eight. He he's twenty eight. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Zoo, I mean, Zukan was him and Warrington. Like they were. That was supposed to be the fight of fights. One twenty. Yeah. Uh, at one twenty six. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? I don't even remember. Probably wasn't important. Uh. You got the odds on this one. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. Um, oh yeah, so it's Lee Wood versus uh, Michael Conlon, who, as you noted, is just kind of like uh, he's a top ranked pro. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a top ranked prospect. Yeah, so Lee Wood's in the top ten of um, this weight class, and Michael Conlon is not. But Michael Conlon is favored minus yeah. one seventy seven to Lee Wood's plus one forty. So uh, I was just surprised that. Michael Conlon was actually favored, but um, it, it's basically a coin flip. Um, so there you go. What uh, what are the odds? I just told you, My, minus one seventy seven. Oh, Conlon I meant like plus... we got we got. Oh, we don't we don't have like the rounds or anything. No, no, they they. Oh, that's they fine. I mean, it's it's not a big fight, so they're not. Yeah. They won't think, be out uh, till like Friday. I I think Conlon will take it on the cards. Um, I think Lee Wood's gonna win. Oh yeah. Now the um, la- the last time I, d- I I did that I I forget who it was but they shoved it in my face. But I'm, uh, I'm rooting for I'm honestly rooting the for question Con- is the the question is are you gonna watch it really That's the question. Probably. Uh, I if, will at least watch the replay. I don't know if I can watch it live. Is it is it, it it's it's gonna be an afternoon fight, isn't it? On the zone. Probably. Yeah, I got some, I got some, uh, some, some activities to do on Saturday. Yes, I mean, this is one where, like, if if you have better offers, like, you you can skip it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably true. I'm 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 rooting for Conlin for the the mere fact that uh, it'll put a belt, it'll put a 126 pound belt in top rank stable, and you know who's got the other 126 pound belt in the top rank stable? Who's that? El Tamidor. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to hear you say it. Oh God! El Terminador, Navarrete. Yeah, that would be. Uh, I mean, Navarrete would probably destroy him. But again, I just yeah. you know, I want I want unifications. I want I want fights. Like let's let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, and it, there's a kid Galahad. People like um, he he's fighting on the same card as that. Yeah, he's but, fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's fine. Um. Next what? week, though. What's that? Oh, there, there's a really nice card the following week, yeah. The Monster. And Xander. And the Businessman. And Xander. Man. And the Businessman. Short hair Xander, baby. Yeah, that's going to be fun. The world's not ready. Yeah, this is this is a really... A really for no, I mean, for no belts on the line, it's a really exciting uh, prospect fight. Or prospect... Um, Up-and-comers for ESPN Stable. Yeah, but showcase. That's, that's, showcase was the word I was looking for. It's a nice, yeah, it's a nice prospect. Uh, God, we are off our game. What is showcase. going on? I we are, we are stumbling. I mean, we bro, need, when, another, you, when you wake up at three, when you beer. wake up at three a.m. and finish an entire season by fucking seven a.m. I mean, you know, that's that's not even possible. Yeah, I know that's true. Unless you unless it. you watched it and fast forward. I didn't do the math right. I watched it at one and a half speed. <laughs> like I listen to podcasts. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right, that's enough boxing. Um, which takes us to uh, what's next? The MLB negotiations. Just, just. 
<laughs> Season's For, over. Like, well, are you like, are, are you watching? Is that was that you watching an actual MLB game? Or <laughs> that's... I got I got an email on app on app for Apple TV that there's going to be baseball games on. I'm like, do they do, do they know baseball's canceled? Uh, well, they're, no, they're getting closer in negotiations. Yeah. Their, their latest sticking point was a third tier of luxury tax. Um, so there's like a luxury tax, a, a, you know, one higher up and then a third high, like a super luxury tax. And it's just yeah. like, like, look, you're just, just do it. Just do a cap, like a cap and a floor. And why, why are the, pl- and I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Cause I could care less about billionaires and millionaires fighting to get richer. Why, why are the players against having a floor? They're not, I don't think they are against having a floor there, but uh, if you have a floor, that implies that you're going to have a cap and they're against the cap because then that just that just pigeonholes their their contracts instead of these mega contracts yeah that's Um, stupid um it is and so my whole thing is that um you know and this is i'm going to sound like a boomer here but i don't care because like Sabermetrics was was basically made and used to fill the gap of like the have-nots, Billy Bean, with with like the 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 uh, you know keeping up with the Joneses, the the rich teams. Okay. Um. And honestly, like Sabermetrics has made baseball like very hard to watch, particularly, um, like all the pitching changes. Like all the shifting and like just the multiple lineups used by every team. Like, think if you're like a 12 year old kid and there's you have a favorite player. Like, based on if it's a righty or lefty starting that night, you have no idea what the starting lineup's going to be and if your favorite player is going to be in there. And then you go, you get to the game, and it's just like there's a sixth inning specialist, a seventh inning specialist, an eighth inning specialist, and a ninth inning specialist. Like, what do we? What do, it's like? Uh, and and like they. What kills me is all the time, when, like a pitcher is doing well, and they're like, up oh, third time through the lineup. The the statistics show like third time Agreed. through the lineup is when they get hit, and it's like he's dominating them. He let up two singles. Like chill out, let him go. Yeah. And it's like up, oh, bring in the sixth inning specialist, and it's like, oh my god. And like, I, I'm not even gonna argue if the statistics say that's the right <coughs> move. The statistics. But that is, it was that stuff was made to fill the competitive gap from the haves and the have-nots. So I think if you had a floor and a cap, like you wouldn't, like the saber metrics wouldn't be as relevant. And the whole shifting thing, like what was it? My brother sent us a thing where they're they're also is that I thought I, that was a joke. Is no, that I, I was about to ask? Is that real? They might outlaw the shift. Yeah, yeah, that's just ridiculous. And like, this, I don't this like, is where like they'd rather cater to the saber metrics than just fix the game and like learn look, how to if, hit the ball the other side of the field for oh God's my God, sakes. right? Like just like like if you bunt down the other way and get like seven base hits in a row or three base like teams won't do. They're it. not they're not going to be able to shift on it, you. It's so insane. I I I, I can't. And, I, and the argument the argument that kills me is like oh we'll see like keeping you to a single is is 
is better than letting you slug away and get doubles and homers. Like that's a win for the defense. And it's All right, like, well, then take your single. But but these are the, also the same people who say that like a walk is like the almighty because a walk is is a, a total base without having an at bat. And it's like, look, one base is one base. It either is a good thing or it's not a good thing. Newsflash: It is a good thing. So like, beat the shift get the team out of the shift and if you can't do it shame on you that's like the whole hack-a-shack at at, at the nba like, like i don't i, I hit think, free throws I, I think you got that wrong that that phrase what the hack of ben yeah <laughs> there you go um yeah just hit like hit your free throws that that's how you beat it like beat the shit like hit it the other way yeah like, like let's let, like let's let's develop our skill set and not just like change the rules because like we're just too you're deficient to in an area yeah yeah, yeah. exactly i'm with you and, and also the other thing that, that mlb needs to realize is like 19 to 23 year olds are perfectly capable of competing at the highest level in any sport like every other sport is showing you that and baseball is like, nah, nah, they're not ready. They need to, they need to go to single A, then high single A, then double A, then triple A, and it's like, uh, you're uh, human beings are their most athletic between nineteen and twenty four. Like that's just a fact. Like now your body's filled out better from twenty four to thirty. Like that's true, but like, come on, like what, these, uh, just get with the times. I don't know. I, it's it's a mess, it's a mess. Um, and uh, I'll stop ranting. But it's this is not going to be fixed by like these BS, like by like a third luxury tier, and like instituting a pitch clock does not fix baseball. It actually makes it worse. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Uh. I don't I don't mind having the specialist by the way. I just don't like when we have like seven pitching changes in an inning. It's like like seriously, like we got to keep doing this. Yeah. Whatever. Um all right. NHL half clappers. Uh only thing I want to mention this week is Mr. Alex Ovechkin scored a couple goals. He overtook Yammer Yager for third all-time on the goals list. Um just a couple quick points I wanted to make. I guess people are debating, is he the best goal scorer ever? Well, firstly, I want to note that he's done all this in primarily a dead puck era, while also they had a full season lockout, what would have been his rookie year, and they missed a half a season from the uh, COVID year. So, like... I understand everybody's thing of like, oh, he's been healthy his whole career, but like he also he also missed a season and a half just from like BS crap. So that's impressive. Um, but I will say when we're talking about best goal scorers ever, when I hear the word goal scorer, I I think I think of creativity. I think of carrying the puck. I think of deking. I think of wraparounds. I think of slappers, backhands, etc. Um, that's not Ovechkin. Ovechkin is a power forehand goal scorer. Of his, like, 766 goals, probably, what, 400 of them, at least, are, like, left, like, left, extended left dot forehand clappers or wrist shots. 
that just are blinding speed and the goalie can't can't stop them like probably like yeah like 400 450 goals are the exact same way i will say this he has to be the best forehand in nhl history like he just has to be like there's to score that many goals when everybody knows that's how you score goals is pretty absurd um so i mean i have i've been saying it for two maybe more years that he's gonna take gretzky's record he just is like it's i can do math there's no reason that he's gonna slow down he's big he's physical like he he takes and gives some hits but like he's not grinding like he's not busting his butt back checking all that crap like he's gonna go to that left side he's gonna slap in like 40 goals and he's gonna do it for like three or four more years until he's like 40 years old and he's going to beat Gretzky. It's just going to happen. And uh, Canadians are going to have a collective meltdown and, and try and have all these excuses why it doesn't count and it's not, you know, Gretzky's still better and all this crap. But that part's going to be really fun. <laughs> fun, fun. They're going for fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. Love it. Love it. Um, but that that's all I got so uh, this week on the NHL Half Clappers. Um, it's everything I had on it, too. Good. Um, speaking of what Drew has on it, the NBA catch and shoot. <gasps> what day's uh, today? Today is, we're recording on March 9th. We know that Sir Benjamin Simmons is due back in Philly. Coward! Horson. Horson. Uh, um, the, qu- you, obviously we knew he wasn't going to play, because why would he? Well, it wasn't, the, it wasn't wasn't obvious to a lot of talking heads, that's for sure. Get yeah, they, was, they feel stupid. Obvious to this podcast. Um, and as you said, uh, you you don't expect him to actually show up in the arena. He has uh, he has been spotted in the Four Seasons Hotel in Philadelphia, though. They've they they've said he's going to be in the arena. I tend to think agree with you that they'll find some reason for him not to be in the arena. Uh Go you, go ahead, take it away. First off, how hilarious is that there that there has to be an announcement that this guy's gonna be on the bench for a game. Like <laughs> this is this is why people don't like the NBA and they're like, man, these guys are just you guys are such like prima donnas. Um I I think that they've they've made enough announcement about it that now I think he actually has to be I think he has to be there. I, I don't see how Nash and everybody have now brought up that he'll be there and he'll deal with it and then like the back flare up and he needs to go get treatment and him not be on the bench. Like I, I, I don't think they can do that. How, like, how could you do that? I don't know. For as ridiculous as he's been, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like they've talked about it too much that he has to be there either way. They've, I, I don't even know what to expect. I mean, I'm expecting tons of booze. Um, the Sixers might do a tribute video, which would be the most hilarious thing <laughs> of all time. Uh, Especially if it'd be fun if they did like a trivia video of all his like you know passing up shots and then not you know not doing the dunk on um, on Trey Young. The the the, the equally the hilarious beers, thing they should do the two beers podcast and play in in the arms of the angel. All right, I will say the most hilarious part is now Clutch obviously Cl- Clutch's guys they've they've now to their respective sources leaked out that they're going to file a lawsuit against Phil the Sixers 
to recoup the $20 million that they didn't pay him because he didn't go to work. And they're going to use, they're going to use the environment of tomorrow night's game as an example as to why it was justified that he didn't show up. So here's, here's what's hilarious. So they're basically trying to use this story to try to make Sixers fans not boo him. Like this is, this, this is where we are with this, with this guy. This is, this, this, this is unbelievable. This is a real story. This is like, and this is people that, that think, uh, you yeah, our, our, yeah, we love Teddy, our poor Teddy. He thinks so, like I just make the, he thinks so, this is just like made up stuff. Like, no, so this is a real thing. If, this was if, leaked out. If so you're that scared the fans are going to boo you, you're justified in not showing up. Yeah, it's it's absurd, dude. That's that's the argument. Yeah, well, that he was that it was too much of a mental strain that he just couldn't he couldn't perform in that environment. What that has to do with practice or anything else, I, I don't even know. But what's even more ridiculous is that they they put him out there at his press conference with the Nets, and he said it had nothing to do with the the fans and the environment. Like he, he, there's been so many stories. Like I, if if I, I, Sixers We've fans, heard you, so many stories. <laughs> if you're listening to me. If the Sixers, if the Sixers have to pay him that money because fans booed him tomorrow night, the, the, the Sixers need to get new lawyers. Boo the shit out of this guy. Please, do. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I can't. I I can't wait. I hope Mark Jackson's not on the call because I don't want to hear Mark Jackson say how like disrespectful it is to Ben Simmons and fans should be ha- should be should give him uh you know should give respect him his flowers. Him yeah, because because ja- I think Mark Jackson still holds out hope that he'll one day get another coaching job, so he wants all the players to like him. So I just hope they have a good uh, uh, no Doris Burke. I-, I just want like a I want a good crew on this game. Who would be a good crew? Uh, give me give me Jeff Van Gundy. <sighs> Reggie Miller. He doesn't do it. I I don't I don't. Oh, is it, is it TNT or ESPN? He's he's too busy hanging out at the Wendy's. Yeah, it's probably. I love those commercials. It's probably TNT. So actually, yeah, we'll probably get a decent crew then. Yeah, though it probably won't be a problem then because those guys don't give a shit who hates them. Um, yeah, I'm excited, dude. It's just gonna be great. Um, when is that? Uh, it is tomorrow night. I'm gonna guess Thir- it's, Thursday night. March yeah, it's 10th. probably. I'm gonna assume it's eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock. If it's a TNT, get game, your popcorn ready. Yeah, and it's it's okay. you know, and it's a good uh, you know they're five and zero with the beard. He didn't play he didn't play on Saturday night against Miami because they're trying to limit the back to backs with the hamstring. Um, but I mean, with five minutes to go in that game, the Sixers were within four without James Harden. So uh, pretty good start here to the uh, to the new seven thirty tomorrow night. And again, this is another test. They just whooped. Uh, they beat that because everybody we talked to we talked about it last week how everybody was like oh they didn't beat anybody they played the Knicks like blah 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 well they just whooped they were down twenty to the Cavs and they came back and I think they ended up winning by like ten points and they just whooped the Bulls last night so now they're playing the Nets and I think they have Boston next or the Bucks nice little stretch here one two three four five six Sixers. Sixers. 10, 9, 8, 76ers. Woo! Um, I, I was listening to the podcast in my house, and that came on. And my my uh, one-and-a-half-year-old started, like, nodding his head and banging his head when that song came on. He oh, like, baby. Now you got to get he, it on repeat. He was grooving. Oh, we got to get great. him a we gotta, we gotta get him a beard. <laughs> so they're probably – I think they're selling them in the parking lots now. 
that's amazing. That Brad's, is amazing. Brad, so uh, it's so so good, so good. Seventy sixes. What else? Um, Any other good basketball stuff? So that's floor is yours, my man. Um, Lakers lost to the Rockets tonight. That's kind of hilarious. I mean, I guess in general, just the whole Westbrook thing and people like. Uh, it's, I don't want to talk. About it. it okay. Listen, nobody. It's so obvious. Like, don't don't threaten somebody's. Like, if you're if you're sending someone death threats or their family to because of because of sports, like, get a life, uh, reevaluate yourself. That's absurd. But like Westbrook saying, like, people calling me Westbrook are slandering my are slandering my name and this and that. It's like that's where he goes over the line, and I just laugh at him. And I'm like, what? What? And he's like, yeah. If you want to talk, yeah, you want to, if you want to, you know, you want to insult me about basketball, that's fine. But you know, don't don't slander my name. It's like, you you realize they're calling you Westbrook because you shoot shots that go off the side of the backboard, right, dude? Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's in complete meltdown mode there. Uh, I I don't even know. Maybe, maybe they won't make the play in. <laughs> maybe they won't. Uh, I don't I don't know. Um. Nah, dude, the West is still just super tight. It all everything's gonna come down to who comes back to in, from injuries, and uh, the Bucks have Bucks man six in a row. They're making the surge. I'm t- absolutely terrified of this team. Makes me yep. sad. They're good. No, they are good, man. I'm I am. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm upset. The I I really uh, I really hope Brooklyn gets Toronto in the play-in because Kyrie's not allowed to play in Canada. <laughs> that would that would just be so funny. It's like game, seasons on the line. I mean, and, I left, <laughs> and he can't. And oh, you know, because you know, it would be great. <laughs> they would play Toronto for the seventh seed, and he can't play. And if they lose, they play the winner of nine ten, and so they'd be the they'd be the home team, and he couldn't play. Basically, basically, if they have to play Toronto in the first playing game, Kyrie Kyrie Irving will not be part of the play-in. It's amazing. Whoops. Voice for the voiceless. Yeah, exactly. So good. Nah, that's it, man. Uh, I guess the only other thing that's been grinding my gears is uh, people really trying to push for Jokic to get MVP over Embiid, and I just. I, I can't shut handle. that down. No exception. This is this is another now now we're throwing out uh Vorvor and uh and Blavar stats to show how good Jokic is. Uh, the only stats that Jordan answer these questions for me. Will will Jokic and Embiid both be first team all NBA or not first team, will both be all NBA this year? No. What do you mean no? You they're not gonna be one of the top fifteen players in basketball? I don't know anything about all NBA. I thought it was five players, and they played the same position. So I said, "Well, no." First, that's why I, I said if they probably won't, they won't do the smart thing and make them both first team. But they'll they'll both make all NBA. So oh, I thought we were talking about first team. No, I said that at first, then I changed it. Oh, are they both yeah. going to end up being yeah, yeah, all yeah, NBA? Yeah. 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 Okay. Are they both going to end up being all NBA defense? Uh, yes. What? I don't know what you want me to say here. I don't know. I, the first time I said no, and then you said it was this yes. This is why we now do outlines. Yes. My whole thing is, again, and people are like, oh, well, well, Joker's gotten better on defense. It's like, okay, cool. Like, Joel Embiid's like a defensive player of the year candidate. Like, it's not the same. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's the entire linchpin of the defense of that team. You're crazy. You're silly. I just didn't realize all that. 
fucking turd. I just didn't realize all that. Yeah. I take your word for it. You're, that's yeah. why you're an ambassador of the game. My, pl- my point is, not well, only will now not only will when Embiid, we do the two for one, that's why you and Tori the experts. Yeah. And I'm not only casual. will Joel be an All NBA All NBA selection, he will also be All NBA defense, and Jokic will not. So all I, all I know is that we have 160 bucks when when Joel uh, wins MVP. Yeah, baby, let's roll. Look, I I you're. I don't even have an NBA team in my market. I don't know what you want me to say. And you can't even watch the team that is supposedly your market. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so fun. Fun, 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 fun. Okay. Um, we're gonna Let's close the loop on NBA. NFL QBs. I guess we'll go in sequential order here. Um, Aaron Rodgers signs... A massive extension, two hundred million over four years, basically making it an NBA contract. Um, so I guess now he could really just um, make sure his team can't sign anybody. That way, he could just continue to lose in the playoffs. Yeah, real. Uh... <laughs> yeah, whatever. Everyone's going nuts about it. I'm like, cool. So he'll just. Su- oh, who said? Oh, I think. Uh... You, 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 you are, you are our buddy or our you know, gopher two host. Teddy was like smart move staying in the NFC. I was like, why? So he can keep losing in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, a golly, my, no, com- Brady- my comment was, I'm pretty sure like after in two years when he's 40 and still has a hundred million left to go that we're going to be like, yeah, this, this clearly like, isn't working. Right. Like this is like, yeah very poor and then another buddy was like well who are the well who are the quarterbacks that are going to stop him like going forward i'm like who who have the quarterbacks been that have stopped him for the last fucking 12 years for god's sake the same quarterbacks who who have been stopping him yeah it's it's just ridiculous um and then our buddy goaf was like ah just thank god he didn't come to the afc west i was like why so you could actually i was like why you probably got a better chance of winning if he's there yeah i mean i think both of them had to do that Quite honestly, but maybe not. Maybe not fifty million a year, but um, it's just I, I'm I'm a little surprised at him. Quite honestly, because like I said, like so now they can't like they're they're already twenty two million over the cap for next year. So instead of acquiring players, who are they not bringing back on a team that didn't get it done? I mean, who cares? He's he's not winning anything anyway, so he might as well just get his two hundred million dollars and just like be 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 a, be an annoyance to everybody for the yeah. next four years. But like I said, I said something to my coworker. Like this is where I actually appreciate Crosby. Crosby, he's a freakazoid. He was born in nineteen eighty seven. His his jersey number is eighty seven, and he's made sure that his salary and his cap hit is eight point seven million every year for like the past twelve years. Even though the top guys are getting like twelve to fifteen million now, he still only wants the eight point seven million because <laughs> he's so just that. Can, so, they, so they can just sign guys. Yeah. So they exactly. So they've had cap flexibility, and yeah. he's just a, and it's just like, uh, that's borderline. I mean, some people might say that's borderline collusion because if you're the best player, you should be getting the highest contract to help the all the players, but. If you don't care and you just want to have a good team, like that's what you do. And like, 
I don't know. I'm just like Rogers, like going for fifty million a year. I mean, listen, I'm a, listen. Go get your money. Like that's fine. But like, don't 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 sit there in your pros games and blame the Packers, the GM. Yeah, well, that's my whole point. But yeah, like, I mean, don't yeah, do that get now. Your money, but he's yeah. he's the guy who's been complaining of saying like we never sign anybody, we can't go get people, blah blah blah. And it's like, so you're that's your complaint, and then you go do this. Yeah, exactly. So let's not. I just yeah, like that's fine. Like go collect your checks, but you know. Make sure you know. Make sure you can uh, not get outperformed by Jimmy fucking Garoppolo yeah. at home in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. And then the next shoe to drop was that was an awesome dunk by Jared Roden. The the You're next a little ahead. You're a little ahead. The the next shoe to drop on the um QB carousel was the uh, the trade of Russell Wilson. From Seattle, let to him Denver. cook. Um, I've seen this reported in multiple different ways. Was it? It was two first rounders, two seconds. It was, was two seconds. Okay, because yeah. I saw ESPN scored across the bottom and they mistyped it and only had one second. And I was like, wait, it was only one second. Two um, first, two seconds. Noah Font and another player. There was a, a fifth. There player. was a fifth rounder in there too. Yeah, and a defensive player. Yeah, who was pretty decent. Um, so, uh, I mean, I think it's a good trade for. I think, I think Denver probably wins the trade by a smidge, but I think it's probably a pretty good trade for both. Yeah, I think. I mean, listen, I think the they kind of reached the point where Seattle needs to hit the reset button. Um, Try to find it, you know. Try to get a younger quarterback to build around some of these younger, younger guys. Uh, I think Russ has gotten dinged up a little bit here the last couple of years, right? He's only missed three games in his career. Okay, so I lied. La- last, <laughs> la- well, last it was the thumb injury last year. Yeah, was, I thought I thought he got a little dinged up the year before, and that's why they uh, that's why they. Struggled. He may have been dinged up. He's only missed. I I heard it on the radio today. Today, I think it was only three games. Maybe gotcha. it was like. Maybe it was five or something like that, but last the thumb injury was the only time he ever missed games. Gotcha. Okay, that's that, that's fair. Um, but yeah, like you know, I think I think it was mutual that they yeah they split their ways. And I mean, for Denver, like yeah, listen, like you're giving up two first round picks, but you know you're getting a quarterback who you'd probably use a first round pick on, right? Because you you have no quarterback. You've struck out you struck out on quarterbacks for the last what seven years? Yeah. Um. Well, ever since Peyton Manning left, so I don't know if that was seven, well even before but... Peyton. That's what I'm saying. Like after Peyton, and like a couple of years before Peyton Manning, right? Like you've kind of struck out, and you've you've struck out trying to get a quarterback there. Um, you have you already you you have stud receipt. Like you have Judy, you have some like some like some of the resources you'd use there. Like you already have them. So now you need to just make sure in the in the second rounds that you have the picks. Uh, third, like just you have to, you know, draft for the trenches and just you got to develop. And, uh, you know, it's go time. You already got a stud running back on a rookie contract in Javante Williams. Yeah, it's yeah. to me, it was, yeah, it's a, a no brainer for Denver. It's a no brainer. I, mean, yeah, I, only... I thought so too. And someone uh pointed out too that even after all the picks they traded, they still have three picks in the top hundred of this year's draft. Yeah, I mean, you just, yeah, I mean, and again, and they already have a lot of talent, a young talent that's already there, so. Yeah, they're, they're it's only. It's a, a no-brainer. They're, they're only, at, at this point, they went from 
like not being Super Bowl contenders to being like one or two pieces away. Yeah, I mean the only listen, like the only thing you can say is you know you went all in and but you know Patrick Mahomes is still in your division. That's it. Other than that, like I don't want to hear, you know, cool. They're Justin Herbert's in the division. Sweet. Uh, they're gonna go for it on fourth, fourth and ten on on Denver's twenty, and Russ is gonna get seven coming off the turnover. So uh, I'm not worried about them. Yeah. Um. Uh, like I said, I don't think it was a bad trade for either side. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and then um, Carson Wentz gets, what, traded to the Commanders? Oh, did that happen? I wasn't even paying attention today. Are you serious? Is that a thing that happened? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, 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 the only thing I didn't I'm see a, was... I'm, I, really, I, I really am the assling. I, I can't believe you didn't... Me and Teddy had a whole big back and yeah, forth on it. I don't, I don't read that shit. Come on. You think I read your texts? Okay, here's the terms. This this is what I wasn't sure of. The Colts get a well, – let's just do it this way. The Commanders get Carson Wentz and a second-round pick this year. That's a high pick. The, Col- the Colts get a third-rounder this year, a third-rounder next year that can become a second rounder next year if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the plays and a 20 uh a second round pick this year. So it's a pick swap this year. Yeah. They pick up a third this year and then a second or a third next year. Huh? Okay. Not bad. Again, pretty fair. Um the Colts have seen what Carson Wentz is and they don't want it anymore. Washington is desperate and he was their best option, so that's what they got. Um, and that's what they're going with. So, I, I, again, it probably makes sense for both. Um, Carson Wentz is that, that guy that, like, he's shown you can catch lightning in a bottle, but he's also shown that you don't really know what you're getting for six, for an entire season. So, yeah, he just, uh, I, t- I, I was just messing with you, by the way. I knew the terms of the trade. I was just screwing with you. Oh, totally. Yeah. I <laughs> just screwing with you, dude. Um, I guess it's fun. We'll be playing Philly twice a year, and the Philly fans always take over the Washington uh, arena. So that's going to be great. Uh, yeah, he listen. He's just never, you know, he, he his trajectory was Josh Allen until he tore, you know, he tore basically every ligament in his knee uh, his second year when he was having an MVP season. Came back too early, and then he fractured his back, and you know he just never was the same guy after that. Unfortunately, so yeah. So we'll see. Um, Who knows? We'll see Rivera. What Rivera? If Rivera can do some stuff with him. Yeah. Um, other news and notes in the NFL. Um, so the word on the street, according to Sean King, the ex Tampa Bay quarterback, who's now a media member, <laughs> is that the Steelers, <laughs> if Deshaun Watson's all of his court stuff kind of like comes out in the wash clean on the other side, that the him to the Steelers is imminent. Um, I, I kind of have a hard time believing that, quite honestly, because that's just not what the Steelers do. So, well, I, I have a hard well, time believing any of that's imminent. Kudos, kudos to the Goaf, man. What a joke today! When uh, after that story broke, he's like, "Well, the Steelers do have a type." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I, I was. So we 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 slam his thirty seconds of. Uh, of lovemaking all the time on this podcast. God damn, I laughed my ass off when I read that. <laughs> Good for you, Goaf. Good um, for you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's completely unfair, but... 
we're not here to be fair. We're here to have laughs and have fun. So. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, so it was a good one. I, 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 I laughed. Um, good things. Good things. Um, the only other thing is, did you see? You did see. No. Because, yes, you did. Um, that the Panthers are... We're not shopping him. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're gonna passively listen to offers on CMC, which means you're actively shopping him. <laughs> if you announce that you're 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 on you know inactively listening to offers, it means you're shopping him. Yeah. Um, and supposedly you called this in the two for one. I don't believe it. The go. I didn't call for it in the two for one because we don't oh, talk about football. Yeah. yeah, we don't talk about football in the two for one. We don't talk about Bruno. Uh, the go, uh, the yeah, I, I brought it up a couple of times. That was my last um, two-minute drill. Are, yeah, so uh, are are they going to trade? Are they going to look to trade uh, Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, so uh, that might happen. Just well, more two, just more two beers podcast uh, effect. Just so if they traded him, where, where would be a good place for him to go? Uh let's just take the Drews. Drew Stradamus even that much further. I, I don't know how the money works, to be honest. Like how maybe, maybe they would trade uh trade him to Denver since they're on a roll and get Javon your that crackhead John Javante whatever out of there. Just just swap him. Um I would I'm joking since you love him. I know, I know. I, too bad his coach didn't love him. Right. I think like I, I always just go to Buffalo when uh, we're yeah. talking running backs because like they just can't run the ball, and Josh Allen's gonna get killed one of these days, because he has because he's basically their running back. So like, I, I don't know how you'd make that money work, and I don't know if they'd want to hamstring themselves that poorly, especially to a guy that's gets nick keeps getting nicked up and missing extensive periods of time. But if a team a team that's been been close two years in a row, and you know the fan they they haven't won anything in how many years. It's a team I'd be calling. Say, hey, what uh, what's he worth to you? Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't even know what other teams. Uh, Miami, maybe. Do they believe in Gaskin? Yeah, yeah I guess. Sure. Just Miami. Yeah, I mean, Miami. Works. I mean, maybe Miami works because that's just like you know, a city where you know you could probably get a little splashy. And they just need some talent. Maybe try to turn some things around. Uh, Belichick wouldn't care. No. And they got a couple, couple like studs there anyway. Ravens, they should be getting Dobbins back. <laughs> they should be getting their nine, nine running backs. They lost to ACL injuries back. Yeah, um, I feel like Arizona. Um, nah, they got Connor and uh, uh, what's his name? Edmonds. Yeah, Edmonds. I think you just, I think you just made my point. Yeah, um, they got, they got a couple guys. Dude, Edmonds was great before he got hurt. He was good after he got hurt. Maybe if Kyler Murray could uh, stop worrying about what he's getting paid and just go out there and and win. Um. Yeah. I'm sure, I don't know. There's. I'm sure there's others out there. You know. You know who's not interested? The Vikings with Dalvin, baby. That's right, baby. Oh man. I. I'm kind of. I'm kind of sad. Russ didn't go to the Vikings. That was. I was really. That was my. My. That was my ideal landing spot for him. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk about NFL anymore. I. I, I do hate I, – I saw on, like, one of the talk shows today, it was like – and this is, like, the whole reason why we wanted to do this podcast is on one of the talk shows, someone was like, all right, uh, tell me your top five uh, – or, or in the next five years, 
you know, which quarterbacks are going to win a Super Bowl or something like that. And it was just like, oh my God, like <laughs> that's, that's we're in we March of 2022. Can we just, can we just calm down? Oh man. Bet you $1,500. It's uh not Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. That was, just, that was a, a two for one right there. Um, okay. That's enough NFL talk. Let's get to everyone's favorite minute in podcasting yeah baby the nascar pit stop let me pull my notes up uh come on notes come on phone you can do it not these notes these are my utrid notes okay come on i am ready whenever you're ready to give me the the 60 seconds in three should we? Nah, nah, it's speed. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to do the caterpillar. Uh, there. Uh, in three, two, one. Last week was Las Vegas. We were expecting a little bit of a snoozer, and it was anything but that. Excellent racing all day. NASCAR may have caught a lightning in a bottle here with these new cars. It came down to strategy at the end. Kyle Larson and teammate Alex Bomas only took two tires on pit. Uh, Pit Road to beat the field off off of Pit Road in overtime. Uh, green green white checkered and two tires was enough to hold off the field. Alex Bowman squeaked out Larson for his first win of the year. We went minus five on the day. Eek on and uh, that puts us minus seven in the hole. Seven units for the year this week. Phoenix Raceway one mile track, relatively low banking. This is another track where they can go five wide and go like super low and cut the corner. It's gonna be a lot of fun with this new car. Last year, Truex won the spring race. Larson won the championship race in the fall. Uh, our picks this week are Larson. We're going to go two units on Larson at plus 350. Truex, plus 750. Elliott, plus 800. Blaney, plus 1,200. Exactly seconds. one minute. Woo! Was that Caleb Truex? No, it is uh, Martin Truex Jr. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Any relation yeah. to Caleb Truex? No, none. Um, but yeah, we're, cause isn't that Caleb Truax? Is it true? <laughs> sure. With an A, huh. this is Truax with an E. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun in about five minutes. Um, y- yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but I am going two units on Larson this week just to, so we can try and be profitable. Let's do it. Baby. So it's another five unit day, unfortunately. Cool. Cool. All right. Parlay. To wrap up here, <laughs> the Jazz lost by 40 to the Pelicans last week. Oh, yeah. My lord. That was absurd. I apologize. Should we, should we, should we even do parlays anymore? That is a legitimate question. Because... <laughs> I couldn't believe it. When you texted me, I was like, oh, God. Like, Are they are they resting everybody tonight? And then I go. <laughs> and they were not. And I go on and literally every single Utah player is playing. I'm just like, what is is going on yeah i it, it is a good question if we should legitimately keep doing parlays because we are not good no that's just not i mean the the capitals did give me the win last week versus the kraken um but goodness gracious this is this is this is bad bad um, bad all bad which i think means we should we should triple down <laughs> let's do it baby so i'm gonna go with Saturday night hockey. I'm going to hit the over in the Red Wings and the Flames. 7 o'clock Saturday. 
I am going to take, I don't know what the spread is, so I'm going to go blind. I'm going to take the Bucks over the Warriors on Saturday night, primetime, A, B, C. The Bucks over the Warriors, you said with the spread? I don't know. I, there's no spread listed yet, so unless you, you want, have one. You want to do, no, you want to do money line or? No, no. They'll, they'll, I mean, no, the, the Bucks are probably going to be the favorite. Okay. We're taking the Bucks. Given the points or getting the points, I just don't know what the what that is. Gotcha. Um, and then, do we want to get squirrely? You want to go Conlon on the cards? Should we just quadruple down? Oh, God, no. Let's just, let's not be ridiculous. Let's just do those two. Okay. We we have a hard enough time getting two. I have a hard enough time getting one sometimes. Well, that's also a thing. Okay. All right, finish your beers. Let's get to what everyone came here for. Beer two. Beer two. Let's assume positiones. Oh. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Oh, that was some good good action. Um, I have... I'm trying these out. Guinness Draft Stout. I don't. Is that just a regular Guinness? <laughs> Why do they call it a Draft Stout? I I don't know. But um, I'm gonna learn on a soon to be future podcast though. Yes. Yeah. We shout out to Tully. That's been in my mind for a long time. And uh, shout out to Craft New Jersey Craft Brews. Yes, New Jersey Craft Brews. Brew, brews and views are. Um, I, I'm I, I'm drunk. I can't figure this out. It's but, all good. It's all good, bro. What is? I'm trying to figure out what the hell um, percentage this is. They're like don't even have it on the damn bottle. It's probably like four or five. It's, it can't be that much. I, I don't know. What are you drinking? I'm doing a regular nugget nectar. I'm just nectaring out, baby. Nectar of the gods. I can't wait for this Harrisburg golf trip. I was talking about it with the uh, with Jimmy Matza Ball Soup earlier today. It's gonna happen. We're gonna be in Drugs. I want to come out and see you and Tully and drink beers. By the way, I, remember that device I sent you where I, it looks like we could do like a podcast in person. That's what we need to do. I don't know how we transition from golf in Harrisburg to Mike Tully, but Jesus, okay, cool. Destiny is all. Destiny is all. Last Kingdom. Uhtred, son of Uhtred, has returned. The final season on Netflix. To Bevenberg! Bevenberg. All right. So, just to give everyone the skinny. Uh, we love this show. It's about Vikings, like in the 800s 900s. A lot of it is based in, um, uh, like, fact, like history. It's a series of books that apparently there's like what like 20 30 books or something like that. Um it it chronicles the life of Uhtred, son of Uhtred, 
and basically how the Danes and the Saxons are fighting over England. I've watched the first three seasons at least five times. Um, it's incredible. Uh, I don't think we're going to sit here and recap blow by blow, but much like we did with our Walking Dead, we have our our we have some questions on our favorites and and non favorites and stuff like that. Yeah. And we're gonna talk, and then we're going to talk about hopes and dreams for how they close out the series here in season five. Yeah, and I I, I will say. I'm definitely not one of these, like, history movie TV series guys. Like, I don't know. I just haven't been able to get into them. But I – so I did not watch this forever when you kept saying – not that I really ever listened to any of your recommendations or assignments because they're usually awful. But, it's very uh, frustrating. Man, no, no, I, not we, awful. We, we watched the first season at your house, and then I came home, and I think I had the rest of the series done in maybe four days. So you did you you crush I was like Drew you're not even going to remember this stuff like you need to slow down and I like, and he was right and it was so good that I immediately went back and rewatched all four seasons like after taking a 2 day break and then went back and then I think I watched it again in like 5 days so you, you I remember one of those days you watched the entire season in one day and I was like oh my god I think I yeah it was the yeah. pandemic to be It fair. was when it was when Ragnar it was when it was just so apparent that that baby Ragnar was going to die. And I'm just like, I, he's going to die. I can't do it, Jay. And you're like, dude, just stop watching. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> Not even because it was like, don't you stop watching because he's going to die. It's like, dude, you, you need to take a break. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, 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 shut up, you Saxon whore. Um, yeah, but just I mean, to your point, we're not going to recap it all, but where, where we did leave off was uh, Uhtred, uh, make, you know, Uhtred's fighting now beside uh, Edward, King Edward, who is the son of you know, fallen King Alfred from se- in season three when he uh, when he dies, and there's a new date, a new Dane leader, uh, Star Trigger signature signature, um, and just for fun, like because I never, <laughs> this is one of my favorite shows, and I still don't know people's names or how to pronounce them, so we're gonna get real squirrely here in about five minutes when we do this. Uh, he basically they work out a parlay to where. They're, him and his Danish uh, army are going to take one part of England and vow to leave the rest of them alone. And Uhtred, Uhtred's daughter goes off with Sigtrigger, and uh, Uhtred's been given an oath to protect Edward's bastard son. He's some type, some one of the 6,000 different variations of Elliford, Elifwich in this freaking <laughs> friggin show. Um and so that's where and Brita, who is Uhtred's, uh, she was she was in sla- she was originally a Saxon, right? Who? Uh, Brita. Brita. Like uh, she was just taken yes. as a slave with yes. with Uhtred in the yes. in the first episode. Yeah. Um. Basically, yeah. They 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 were raised by El Ragnar. Had a little fling, you know. Had a pup that sadly didn't make it. You know, friends become enemies. Enemies become friends. Little beginning, middle, beginning, and end. Middle and end. Um, yeah, uh, she is finally with child, and you just see her go off on her own, just disappointed in Sigtrigger's uh, straying away from the Danish Danish ways of war, 
and striking a deal with the Saxons versus just try trying to kill them, even if it means they're just going to die anyway, like all of the other leaders have done um, previously. So she's on a tree in a field uh, popping out her kid when we last see her. So that's where we are ending season four, entering yep. season five. Yes. So, um, hey, I can't do it. God, that woman is awesome that sings that song. I've tried, I've, I've been trying for three weeks to do this. No, that's no, no. That you just, you just, amalga- you just amalgamated, uh, Last Kingdom yeah. and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I know. No, no, worse. The Yellowstone theme and Last Kingdom. <laughs> oh, so good. How do you want to roll? You want to talk? You want to talk episode one, or you want to do our our faves let's, first? Let's do our faves first. Let's do this. So All we right. got a list of questions. What we ended up coming up with eleven, eleven questions. Um. All right. Yes. First things in no particular order, right off the cuff. Favorite bad guy of the series. <sighs> so many good choices, dude. I like the brothers. Ooh. And Eric, I guess you can't really count as a bad guy yeah, because he, he turns gets good. good. Yeah. And I just call him one hand. I've heard, what was his actual name? What? Er- Eric and um oh the other brother? Was it Stevenson? S- S- I think it was Siegfried. Sig, was it Siegfried? Yeah, because I thought okay. I remember. It was... I, I like I, you know what I liked. I liked those guys. They were like smart. They were cunning, but they were still like bloodthirsty Danes. Uh, and I just like that dude. Like Utrecht, Utrecht cuts off his hand and is like hold, basically holding him uh, hostage at the camp, and he's just like. Dude, f that! Just kill me. He's <laughs> he's like kill kill me to get to him. Yeah, it was uh, Siegfried. Yeah, yeah, I like Siegfried. I, I he just he was he was just a cool bad guy. Yeah, man. they were they were cool. And they had they they had a real like Viking look. Like they had like a cool modern Viking look to them. Like yeah, they weren't they these big fat burly guys. Like yeah, I dug I, I dug Siegfried. What about you? I'm, Abba. No. Oh. The, the very first one, season one. That's uh, fair. Probably he was just I don't know he was, he, just, the best. he was so damn entertaining and like he's having that three way with those chicks in the tent right before Utrid comes and murders his ass. <sighs> Ut- yeah. And then uh, just m- one of my favorite lines of all time: Utrid, fight me!" Great line, and even just his comedy is just great. Like, I, I rewatched, <laughs> I rewatched yeah. a lot tonight. I rewatched episode one again after rewatching the whole series. And even like the exchange with like um, when when Uhtred's uncle's trying to buy him back, and he's like he he's like he's like uh yeah here's here's the ransom and uh, Ragnar's father's like uh, fee he's like that's what I said <laughs> and he just keeps going and uh, yeah good good call Abba was uh, yeah Abba was he was funny and I that liked scene the, this God. Where, where they're at, at the meeting or whatever and he's like he's like. Are are there two of you? You're in every meeting. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, you've 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 angered the gods. You didn't you didn't avenge El Ragnar. It wasn't my fault. That was his son's fault. I just yeah. it's so good. I like Abba. So good. Um, okay. Next one. Um, favorite kill. You There's roll. a lot of good. good uh, so uh, many good ones. Possibilities what a, here. What a. What about what you go first? All right, this was hard, um, but I gotta go with this one. 
the the drowning of Skade was just so satisfying. Waterboarded her, man. Oh, I mean, no, this was full out drowning. Um, yeah, he put her. I'm saying he he. I didn't realize it until I rewatched it for like the fifth time. He puts like her like. <laughs> Her claw, her cloak over her face. He does, yes. yeah. And then, and then just, and then just dunks her and holds her under. Oh, so good. Yeah, because it's just like you're just like, is Uhtred really gonna fall for this witch again? And then he just drowns her, and it's like he's free from the spell. Yes. Um, honorable mentions were obviously Abba with with the with the Achilles slice. Uh, I, I I literally shake every time. I, I just shook as you said it. Uh, yeah. Um, just slices his Achilles. Oh. The the at the wall avenging El Ragnar, uh, Ragnar uh, Ragnarson. Um, and then I also wanted to just shout out to friggin' remember that in the I forget which battle it was, but Scorpa throws that spear and gets somebody important and goes. Ah, like sticks his tongue out like that was a sick ass kill scorpa was he was he skade's original master no that was blood uh blood hair it, okay Scor- Scor- scorpa, scorpa was the guy was the with guy like who... the bloody teeth and like had the blood down his chin he's the, and... he cut he cut off utrid's girlfriend's head yeah yeah i uh, was okay he was he, he could have been a good bad guy character too yeah he ended up being a little bitch once once he got pressed, but um, once push was, came to shove, yeah, he it was a good kill though with that spear. Yeah, it's true. Good call. Good call. Uh, what was your favorite kill? Uh, I was torn. I I, I gotta go with Sven getting eaten alive by those dogs though. After oh, he wow. just after he just complete one eyed Sven. After he just tortured and you know just unspeakable. Presum- presumably raped. I uh, I don't think it's presumably, but yeah, Tora. Um. Yeah, man, uh, just brutal, just brutal, I, and it was great. And she just sicks her dogs on that fucking guy, and they, they just—that's why. How do you not love dogs, man? <sighs> good one. I, I, that one wasn't even my. I was, <laughs> I was trying to think what's the good, like what's a good, like like I'm thinking of like, oh man, cutting these guys' heads off, like heads getting bashed, and then I'm like, nah, it's definitely Sven getting eaten alive by those dogs. Yeah, good one. Um, okay, top three favorite lines. You go on this one. Um, I'm kind of off on this one. Uh, me too. And there I, were just I, so this, many. They're like the speeches are the best to go on. I mean, you know, Uhtred, Uhtred going up there in the end of season three as they're about to go to war after kidding Alfred dies, and he goes, "He was my king." Yeah, that's that's a, that's a great that's a great line. Um. I love <laughs> it's just a great what a it's just a great scene. I love when uh Finnan uh after after they after Edward selects Uhtred to be the king of Lord of Mercia. I guess he's not king, right? Cuz there's only one king. So the Lord of Mercia and like Uhtred's merry men are in the bar like they're like we're going to be rich, we're going to land, we're going to run this shit. Now we don't have to we don't have to worry about fighting and dying every day now. It's great and they're partying. And then Uhtred basically gives it right away, gives it to uh, Ethel Wing, Will, whatever, uh, Alfred's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just see, like, when he comes in, he's like, wait, what happened? <laughs> and they, you know, off screen, he tells them what happens. And then just in the bar, like, all sad. He's like, uh, come on, boys, don't be, don't be that sad. There's, 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 there's more than riches, this and that. And then Finn just looks at him. Oh, God, please don't say our friendship. 
<laughs> so it's it's just such a funny scene, man. It, it's just so Ethel good. Ethel Fled is is the daughter's name. I mean, they're all how many different versions? What was uh, that? Was that what Alfred's brother's name was? Was it some variation of that? Is that why all these people are getting named Ethel something? I don't know. Um, yeah. So those are all those those were all like really uh really good scenes there, and lines. I mean, it's just part of speeches and like different um. <laughs> Different speed, and, and then and the end of season at the end of episode one when he goes back to Beppenburg with the head of uh, his uncle's like spy that was at the camp when it was um, you know slaughtered, and he just, go, he just goes, "I am Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Beppenburg is mine. Beppenburg is mine." Yeah, I like holding um, the head. My mine were anything where with with pups or oh, humping. So good. Or plow a field. Yeah. Uh, and then Arsling is good. And the bastard thinks that's a good one. And um, and uh, when he he and um, Ethelwald are made to crawl on their knees, and he's like, "I love tits," and he gives that <laughs> whole thing about the, that. That's funny. When they have to make contrition. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then that's good. I'll stop there because it was just kind of like those. Yeah, um, no, those are all good. Man. <clears throat> good, top, good. Top three favorite scenes. <sighs> Probably gonna be some rollover there. Yeah. Um. The, I, I went with these three. Um. The killing of Abba. I just again. I just. And that's that's so well done too, because as he's then. As like the Danish army is now going closing toward, in on him. they're closing in on him. You just see him walk backwards, and it fades to black, and then you see the Saxon army come in uh, to Wipe fight. Him out. Yeah, 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 it was so good. Yeah, so good um, for so many reasons. Um, I forget which episode it was, but possibly the best cliffhanger ever, where uh, the Saxons and Wessex army are just waiting in the forest. Yep, and and they're just Uhtred. Are they coming? Are they coming? And father, we must do something. And he's just sitting there, father, for Wessex. And the music, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, dude, so good. Um, and then Uhtred's speech after Alfred's death was just absolute classic. Absolutely love it. One of my favorite scenes ever in anything. Um, it was oh, just so good. Uh, hat tip to... Um, oh, shoot. I, I really enjoyed the scene where the lady, Isalt, um, saves the baby Edward in the marshes. And she's, like, crying about how she knows that if she saves this baby, that means somewhere else another baby has to die. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really enjoyed that scene. I thought that thought was, and then Edward ends up like it's it's like totally like hokey BS, like witchcraft basically. But then it works. Like I kind of liked it. Yeah, and so his the daughter was born before the son, right? Like Alfred's daughter was she already around in season one? I think so. Yeah, I was gonna. I have to. I always forget to like make a mental note of that because otherwise, like. Uhtred's got some some explaining to do the way he's going to Poundtown with someone that's like thirty years younger than him at that point. 
By the way, that's probably the biggest flaw of the of the show. Is I was like, just about to say that. Like, like timelines and like how Utra just like never ages, but then like all of a sudden these people are like ten or fifteen years older. Say, <laughs> like Utra and his men never age, but everyone around them is aging like ten years at a time. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My, I have all this, I have basically all the same scenes and except I add in there, um, on the beach when the slave trade comes, the the slave traders come back to sell Uhtred and Svet, one-eyed Sven's there and he's, he's, a, he's like, give him a sword. I mean, Uhtred, I mean, I, you know, he's been, he hasn't eaten, he's emaciated, emaciated and, uh, he's about to kill him and then. Ragnar, baby Ragnar shows up with his 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 squad that Alfred sent out to rescue him, and they save the day. And then Finnin kills the slaver. I just I really like that scene. Yeah, it's just that uh, was good. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's a really good one. But all the other yeah the the scene in the woods that you brought up is I mean it's yeah it's Jesus it's so so fucking good. Um, top next question. Top three favorite Uhtred lovers. This was a little bit hard. Yeah, my my number one, and I <laughs> names. My number one is his second wife, who died Gisela. giving birth. Gisela. Yeah, she was my number one. Me too. Yeah, she was just a good balance of everything. She was. She was. Yeah, she was real tied. She was. Yeah, she was a good mom. She was, she was. She was a good mix of like. Yeah. Dane, but was tolerant of of the Christians. Yeah, she was she was all those things and more. Yeah, loved her. Um, who'd you have for number two? <sighs> Even though I'm gonna hate her, uh, Brita. Really? Yeah, man, I, I like Brita. I, I, and especially when they were actually like a thing in season one, she's just like hilarious. She's 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 like hilarious and like she's smart. And season I, one, Brita is really cool. I I'll give you that. Yeah, she's the. I like when they were getting it on doggy style, and they have some kind of like what they don't they have like a funny moment, like they like laugh or something, like in the middle of a joke, and then they're like get back to humping. Yeah, I think it was uh, side missionary or side uh, doggy though. I don't think it was uh, traditional doggy. So, but yeah, yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, that was that was the thing. That was in that was in the first uh, the first episode after Rag L, L Ragnar tells him, yeah. Everyone's getting married around here. You should uh, you should pair up with Brita. She's gonna be out watching the moon tonight. Why don't you why don't you go out there at the ground to be warm? <laughs> yeah, so I went Brita. Who'd you go number two? You know what? I I have to put Ethel Fled in there. I totally forgot that they got it on when I did my list, and then like I was like, oh crap, they got it on season four, yeah. And then I was like. I, I like her a lot. I gotta put her in there, even though uh, uh, I'm gonna put her in there. Number two, go ahead. Ah, uh, it would have been great if I could have put the tall, the tall, uh, <laughs> the tall woman in there. Uh, I put her at number three. I because actually, when you really go back and think about it, he doesn't really have that many lovers. There's rumors of it because he has his his Brita, his first wife, right? Brita, oh, I guess Mil- he does. No, you Brita, know what? I forget. Brita, Mildred. Yeah, Evo, Mildred's the witch, Gisela. right? Mildred's like the sorceress witch, right? No, Mil- Mildred is the is the the first uh, wife. Yeah, the the um, the like orange red hair 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the who's who's the, the easel? Who, easel's who the guy the guy cuts the head off her, cuts her head off. Yeah, yeah. Did they they got it on right? Yeah, that's yeah. The, she's number. That's three. the lady at the marshes. Yeah, the lady at the marshes. She's number three for me. Sorry, I forgot. I I forgot. Okay, so who's your number two? We didn't. Brita. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. You said my number one was his second wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gisela. Yeah, Gisela. So you went Gisela, Brita, and then Ezalt. Yeah. Did you even give yours? I gave my Gisela, and then I gave my number two of Ethelfled. Yeah. Who's number three? Oh, this is such a hard choice because I messed up my list, but I will go with. I'll go with Mildred, his first wife. I really liked her. Yeah, she was cool. And he he didn't he didn't uh, fornicate with Skade, right? Oh yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. I just rewatched this for the seventh time, and I can't keep track of this stuff. Jesus. It, well, my initial list was Gisela, Mildred, Skade, but I forgot he got it on with Ethelfled, who I really liked. <sighs> so I bumped Ethelfled in the second, and I bumped Mildred the third, and I bumped Skade out, but. Skade, uh, she was like... You love Skade. Of, you, want, you, you wanted Skade to do unspeakable things to you. It was unhealthy. She, she, she hit me in my loins in some way that I'm not <laughs> willing to admit. That was, I... Yeah, I was not. I wasn't feeling I'm her. I'm just into those, those crazy ladies for some reason, and she fit that bill. Yeah, that's, that's about as crazy as you get. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was... I, still, I loved when he killed her, but I was just like... Oh, I'd probably let her spit blood in my mouth, too. Uh, That's not the first time you've said that. (laughs) Uh, All right. Question six. Question six. Part that made you laugh. So, so many good ones. Uh, I'm just going to go off a few of them. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. All right, you go first. Anything Finnan. Yes. Anything fitting. Specifically, <laughs> and for me, it was that scene that I already said where they're in the, uh, where they're in the bar after <laughs> from the the transition from Uhtred being Lord of Mercia to telling them not Lord of Mercia, and he's like, ah, shit, don't t- don't tell me our friendship's worth something, yeah, that, <laughs> worth that more than the, all the ladies' riches and land. Oh, it's like it's like if you say our friendship, I'm gonna vomit. Yeah, and then another one where um, they're like marching, and Stiapa's like, halt. Stop, and he goes. What do you think? Halt means big man. Like <laughs> he's just, got a. Well, so he's got good he's ones. ten minutes into the season five uh, opener. He's got a fucking awesome clutch line. Yeah, exactly. It's just, so. Um, and did that was that was uh, anything else? Uh, that I had. Uh, anything Abba. Abba was just. Abba was funny. Yeah, was hilarious. It's probably it's probably awful. I really love it when Ab- or an Abba and what was the name of the other the third uh, Danish lord who converts to Christianity and becomes a king? Uh, it was began with a G. I, was, um, yeah, nah, damn it. Um, I'll look it up. Keep going. When they're when how, in the second episode, when they're take when they're invading a palace and this priest is teaching them about saints. And he, he tells him the story of the saint that gets shot with like ten arrows. Sebastian, yeah, Sebastian, I, I yeah. thought about that too. And yeah. God, and God's gonna save him. And he goes, "Oh, did God? Did God save him?" He goes, "Well, 
Yes, but then they then then he was clubbed to death ten minutes later, and oh, like a after week, they a week later he a week died. later yeah. yeah, and then after after they resolve their uh, dispute like as as Uchard and those guys are leaving, he goes he goes don't worry father he's like we're gonna he's like he's like we're gonna we're gonna test your god we're gonna we're gonna shoot you with arrows don't worry if you survive we'll beat you with clubs next <laughs> that scene always cracks me up dude I just always go fucking nuts I'm like I probably shouldn't be laughing at this but it's so hilarious yeah and I liked he's like uh Guthrum Guthrum Gu- yeah Guthrum yeah that good call which Guthrum's a, a real historical figure by the way yes yes I'm, I know and he actually did convert to Christianity after losing to to the Saxons um good stuff um part that made you cry i have one definitive easy one but i'm gonna let you go first uh baby ragnar dying was absolutely devastating that part made me angry it didn't make me cry i just i love him um but like an actual emotional scene, it, it was it was heartbreaking when Uchra comes back and finds out his wife died giving birth. Oh, good one. That was that was rough, man. Like he he's such a good actor. Like I like he, he when he's when he when he gets sad, man. He, I was a little disappointed with him in in the uh, the season five premiere in an emotional scene. But yeah, he's he usually just Dre, Alexander Draymond just knocks him out of the ballpark. Um. And to that end, remember too when Mildred that that baby died and they, and she buried him and he like dug him up. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was really sad. I forgot about that one. But yeah. um, I went with to me pretty easy winner was um, uh, Halig, uh, the guy that was on the slave ship with him, and they tied him to the front of the slave ship. And he just got like bombarded with waves and drowned. Like that was awful. That did um, that actually make you cry? I yeah. I, was, <laughs> oh. I literally cried. No, I, I didn't. I, I didn't literally cry, but I was just like that. That was the saddest part to me. I was just like, I I can't believe that they had to like basically for all intents and purposes they killed their own friend with the rowing. Yeah, and that's true. Ugh, it was it was that was that was gut wrenching. And his oh. pain, row. Uh, um, okay, good Num- stuff. Number eight, favorite non-Utrid character, Baby Ragnar. Uh, fit, fit, fit in's close, but Baby Ragnar is just I. From the very beginning, where it's like I want to fight. Hopefully soon. I just I love Ragnar. He's just he's the best. Hey, uh, Ragnar Ragnarsson. Teach me. Why don't you teach me to use a sword? We don't teach slaves to fight. That mouth will be the death of you, boy. <laughs> um, I went. I went with Alfred. I. I just. He do love that scumbag. Dude, I loved Alfred, but he was in the scumbag. Listen, he, I liked. I liked Alfred. I just. And uh, maybe it's just because I just love Uhtred. Like, I, I mean, he just effed Uhtred every opportunity he could. I know, but his reasoning was usually pretty sound. Like it was. Like he had. He had. No, it wasn't. It's like I want. I want. You're 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 my best warrior. I I want you. I, I never. I never want you to leave. But oh wait, let me let me steal. Let me take your lands away. Put you in debt and do all these other ridiculous things. Maybe yeah. just tell. Maybe maybe just tell the guy. Hey, listen. You're my MVP. All right. I need you. I need you here. I want you. And maybe yeah, but, he would have just stayed. Yeah, but he. No, I I Alfred. 
he had a certain set of principles and he was loyal to his God and that was what drove him and that's what drove his decision making. And I, I just I just really enjoyed yeah, except, like uh, except when he was fornicating with all those women on the side. I guess I guess I guess I, I guess we let it go out the window there, right? Yeah, well that's that's another part that I enjoyed about him because he was a complex character. He wasn't just like he wasn't just <laughs> what like it was a to loser. What, it, what, it, what it was to his benefit. He listened. He listened. Yeah, you know, he listened to his God. And well, let, well, later. Uh, yeah, well, that was early in his life. Later in life, he he didn't do that. But um, <sighs> look, you're it's just. What, am I not allowed to have? No, him? you're allowed. You're like, allowed. What, what I, you, I, you're allowed. He was, he was saying, awesome. I'm, what are you talking about? Utrid loved him. What are you talking yeah. like? And despised great. him. Oh my god, are we really gonna listen to George? T- You're ahead of me, so don't say anything. Jesus, this is ridiculous. Go ahead, next. Um, yeah, he, dude, I, I just, I really loved Alfred. He was a good, was great. They, they, I mean, in the character itself was was tremendous, and that guy did an amazing job. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, I forget the actor's name, but he, it was so good. Yeah. Um, okay, favorite Uhtred wingman. Question number nine. It's definitely fit in, but yeah. Alfred's bastard is a close, close second. I put him over Cedric. That was gonna be my action. That was actually what I was gonna what I was gonna post Wait, to you. The monk. Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, young monk. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I- the, what's that? That's Alfred's bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I was gonna say that's the real question. Finn's the only answer, but the real question is who's number two, Cedric Correct. or or the monk? Well, I put Citric, and then I I put Leofrich as third. And I don't know why you like have Leofrich blocked out of your memory. I, I, well, when I when I think of his when I think of his like band of misfits, I think of like the monk, Citric, Finn, and I guess you could. Yeah, put, but that's like season three and on. It's, yeah, that's true. Like, I was gonna say like, you could put the very you could put first Bianca, season was Leofrich. I guess beyond Bianca. Bianca, uh could would also have to be included in that. Buckets, um, yeah, Bianca. Um, but I, I went with yeah, Bianca might actually be the real answer. I went with Finnet, Citric, and Leofrich. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't travel with Utrid enough All to be part time. of the crew. Yeah. yeah, to be the crew. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, number ten. This is the money question. I know for you it's pretty wow. easy. Wow. Least favorite character, <laughs> Alfred's stupid wife. Uh, Literally, ails with. she. Uh, we're we're gonna have to do a power guy. It's gonna take. We're gonna have to do a ranking of this wife, Skylar White, uh, Casey's wife. It's our next Mother's Day thing instead of our best mother. That's actually a great idea. That's actually a great idea. Look at you, adding value. Another share to you. Uh, but yeah, that like she's awful, and like she's yeah, she's so awful. I don't like her either, but I didn't have her as my number one. I had her as my number two. My number one is Utrecht's uncle Aelfrich. That, That's fair. Like, steals Bebenberg off of him. It's just like, like they do a good job of not giving you a ton of depth into that character, and they just like make him like easily annoying, and it's just like. This guy is such a bastard. Like, yeah, I just don't like him. Um, but Aelsworth I had as second. And then Ethelred, King of Mercia, I had as third. He He's annoying as shit, too. Yeah, he's bad. Uh, and then he last question. Favorite episode. Well, you know, and I, I didn't... Uh, what's his name? Who who Who's Sven's father? Um, Kjotun. Like, he sucked, too. It's like, 
like he wants yeah, he wants, Gotham he, did suck. Like yeah. he wants revenge on El Ragnar and Uhtred. It's like, dude, your 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 son stripped his like five year old daughter naked. Like what? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then and then smart mouthed him. Like what? Like yeah. what did you expect was gonna like? You know what I mean? I, I was just so dumb. I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah, Kyoten was stupid. Um, Next one. Yeah, favorite episode. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. What do you got for that? Um, I go to the scene again. I I don't have the the season in the episode, but the one where they're in the woods and they're just waiting to fight, and Alfred is frail and dying, and you and he really hates Uhtred, and you're just like, is he really gonna hang Uhtred out to dry? Like he really could, and Edward is like, father. We must do something for Wessex. Like that—that is—that has to be my favorite cliffhanger of anything ever. Like it is so good. Um, my my only other answer, and it's probably one A and one B, is uh, Uhtred's. That it was the um, final episode of season three uh, with Uhtred's speech about Al- Alfred. I love that as well. Uh, those are my two, probably my two favorite episodes. Yeah. Well, you took. I was gonna say the one in the woods too, so I was trying to have some. Variety, oh, okay. But I, I was. I'm trying to think on the fly. I really like the first episode too. I've probably rewatched that one the most. Episode one of one. Yeah, I really, I really, I really do enjoy that actually, and and the Abba's death. Because you have the scene, you have yeah. the scene, you have the you have the scene with the how many are there two of you? You are in every meeting. You have that scene. You have the actual fight with Abba, the awesome scene of again. I I just love the um, cinematography of of the show. Again, him fading into the dark and then the the Saxon army coming out. See, that was like episode five or so of season one, and you expected Abba to be like this multi-season bad guy. And then, like, all of a sudden, Uhtred killed him. And you were like, oh, wait, how many episodes are left in this season? And then you see there's still, like, three or four, whatever it is, more. And you're like, this show's for real. Like, they, they will just mark a dude. They don't care. And yeah. I, I, yeah, that was fun. That was really good. So good. I just wanted to bring this up, too. A scene that didn't make any of our list but is noteworthy is when Otta the Younger gets murdered by his dad for being just a little weasel. Yeah, that was a good scene. That was awesome. Um, but that's all the questions we had. We did watch uh, episode one of season five, which just came out today <sighs> when we're recording Wednesday, March... T- uh, or Wednesday, we're March recording 9th. on the 9th. Yeah, yeah, it came out today on the 9th. Um, so that was great. Um you know, seasons off to a bang. Love it. The the opening, the opening fi- five minute sequence. The music, like the shooting, uh, like there's like seven words said, and it was just so awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it, the music throughout was so good. Um, yeah. Are, so what, hope, what were your hope, hopes and dreams for for this season? Uh, my hopes and dreams, uh, obviously Uhtred and Beppenberg, uh, would be great. I'd like to see that. Um, I feel like one of the merry men has to die. 
You have to have some someone someone's got to die that's like close to Utridge. Yeah, maybe Utridge's um, kids. <laughs> Are we doing spoiler alerts? <laughs> no, I, well, I don't think that's a spoiler. I we don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, true. He's not dead. Um We don't I mean, we Yeah, I think I re- I think I mean that's really I think that's really my only hope and dream. Like I just want to see I want to see Utrid just get Beppenberg back. Uh this like weasel uh, the queen's father, like, slit that fucker's throat. Get him out of here. Um, I'm so yeah. sick of that. Yeah, and you'd annoying. think I would like him because he's poisoning uh, Alfred's wife, who sucks. But, like, what a snake. I, I-, I hate that he's guy. He's poisoning her. Yeah, at-, at the end of season four, he was, when they were um, when they were prisoners of uh, Sir... Is that why her stomach's all messed up? Yeah, like, he was poisoning her. Like, he was poisoning the water, the drink that Star Trigger was I remember that. They were hostage. Yeah, he was poisoning her. Oh, uh, it's not ongoing, though, is it? No, it wasn't. But like, whatever he did had like lasting effects. That's why she's uh, still I gotcha. like, yeah. That's why, and it's it's this jumps. F- I think five years is what this has time jumped. Where we are in season five. I was wondering because that kid is like super old. I heard five. I I somewhere somewhere I saw five years. So I don't I don't know if that's accurate from the showrunners, but that's like at least what they said. That's at least what they. Oh, Jesus, came in on the basketball. Sorry, <laughs> that's at least what they happen to say. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's all I really care about. Like, I don't outside of Utrid and Finnan. Eh, I everybody else can die. I, I'm fine. I'm fine if they if 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 all of Wessex just implodes and those two are the only guys that survive. Yeah, I want Utrid and Bevenberg. I kind of want him to bang Ethelfled again. I don't ask me what. More, more so for her sake. Like she, she, she deserves happiness. Well, should we? Well, she. Well, she can't because that's she became Lord of Mercy. She took. A I vow know of chastity. she took a vow of chastity. I but know, like, but, you know, like, she's you things, know she's she's things, probably pregnant, right? Like, things she ha- change. She's pregnant, right? With who? Uh she's definitely pregnant. I don't know about that. I. Uh, I mean, when she, when she, when, when they made that little side comment about her struggling to get off her, uh, uh, to get, to get up from, I thought uh, from she playing. was, I thought she was sick like her dad is what I thought. Oh, ooh, ooh look at you thinking in three dimensions. I thought she was, had the same ailment that her dad started. Oh, I was, when, I was when, thinking when her dad, when he was in his thirties and he was in the marshes and like was looking for potions and shit. That's I was thinking, what I'm thinking her same thing. I was thinking Uchi put a little pup in her. Uh, maybe, but, um, yeah, uh, so I, I, I wouldn't mind them kind of knocking boots and being happy, um, him going to Bebenberg, Brita, like, she either needs a conversion or just to get killed and go to Valhalla, which probably is more likely that she gets killed and go to Valhalla, because, like, she's just, like, off the rails, like, big time. And and like you knew that coming into the season, and then it's in episode one. It's like to the nth degree. Yeah, I mean um, she's just looking to take vengeance on anybody that betrayed her. Yeah, so I mean um, that needs to happen. Um, the the death of um, uh, Ayo, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Ethel Will or Alfred's wife? That that's going to be enjoyable. Um, I think she's gonna live. To be honest with you, through the whole thing. Yeah, I do. Um, I what's do. her What's her name? Cares. She's the worst. Ails with. Ails with. Um. Yeah. From there, I don't really have a ton of hopes and dreams. Um. That's just kind of what I want. 
from there. Yeah, so we won't... Interested to see what happens with um, Edward. Yeah. I feel like he's going to die and his bastard son's going to take the crown. Wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like they're setting it up for that. Um, What's his name? Aylesworth. Whatever, sure. But just pick, 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 pick something with an E that rhymes with that. I, uh, yeah, I guess we won't be done if we as long if we stick to our one, one, one episode a day. We won't be done next week, so we'll be. Eh, maybe maybe we'll just get it done for next week. We'll see. Yeah, man. Nah, we won't. We'll, we'll. It'll give us. uh, We'll, we'll talk about what we think will happen in the last episode. Okay. Although I did watch the first episode twice today, so. Thanks. Excuse me. <laughs> it was so good. Um, now, to close it out, you I think you have something for us, right? Uh, What's that? Do you not have something for us? I am a free man. I have a letter of pardon. It bears the king's seal. It is written in the king's hand. Does the word of Alfred count for nothing in Winchester now that he is gone? There were no witnesses. <laughs> there were no witnesses. How can we be sure you go away for peace? There will be no peace, lady. War is coming. <laughs> there is a Dane army marching this very moment. And I will not abandon the people of Wessex. Oh, go away. You had a knife to the king's throat. You're the worst. Look at this chronicle. I am there on every page. No, you're not there on any pages. (laughs) But I am there. Unwritten lady. But I am there. The warriors of Wessex know it. The Danes know it. And it is what the king has told me himself. Is that a boast? I am with him from the Somerset Marshes. To Atherton and all the battles that have followed. We were bonded, he and I. He was the man I could never be, nor did I wish to be. He was a man that I loved and despised. But it was never less than an honor to serve him. He was my king! And he did not wish to go to his God without granting me what I have earned many times over my freedom good job chill i went i went a little too william wallace i went a little too william wallace on the my freedom thing (laughs) i wanted you did uh, but that's okay i botched it i screwed should we do it again do it again. Do it, Take two. Thing. No, I'm no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I felt good about the. Uh, he was a man that I, I, I felt. I felt like I hit a good, a good drama piece there. Yeah, what I have earned many times over. Yeah, that was so good. But the the just the the apex of the series has to be that speech. It, it, yeah, it really. It, it just it just completely, completely uh, illustrated his. Um, his pull between Saxon and Dane. Yeah. And his friendship with Alfred, which just intrigued the hell out of me. Yeah. I love, I love those two together. <sighs> uh, all right. Well, so good. We're going to, obviously we're going to try and stay disciplined and not binge the entire thing. Um, no, we're not. We're not going to do it. Cause we don't have, we only have, we only have nine episodes left, man. We got to savor it. 
And then Uhtred's out of our life. Not forever. Not forever, because we're going to get a movie. But. Yeah, well, until we get Rick Grimes. We're still waiting on Rick Grimes movies. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, okay. Um, in, until, like, Peaky then comes out and everything else. But anyway. All right, sure. man. Drew, that was fun. We finally talked about The Last Kingdom on air. God, I love that show. Good job with the speech. Loved it. As per usual, good talk. See you out there. Destiny is all! Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud